If you see Paul W. Smith on I-94 this morning, please move to the right. He may be running a few minutes late. It's the pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back to the pre-W. Smith Show. Listen, there's an age-old question about whether or not money corrupts. And well, in our next story, it appears to be corrupting at least a few in the otherwise quiet rural community of Alcona County, Michigan, which has just received a grant of $12.5 million to be used in a way that can only be seen as positive. And yet, as soon as the money was awarded, the infighting and backstabbing started. What's going on? Lindsay Moore, economy writer for MLive.com, has the story for us. Tell us about this, Lindsay. Sure. So I was interested in this story because we do not often see big transfusions of cash from the state go north and especially into these rural communities. And so in July, Alcona County got $12.5 million, which is kind of an eye-popping amount for a county with you know roughly 10,000 people. And so that right off the bat was interesting, but then it got even well, more interesting to find out that, that they weren't exactly celebrating this $12.5 million. And that it was awarded for a senior center and for some housing. It was awarded to the Alcona uh, County Commission Pumpkin on Aging, is really which is you know, not even a political mark. body. It's a small group of you know, people volunteering their time to help seniors. And it has just become you know, politicized, really, to, to be blunt about it. And, and so the infighting has really slowed this process. And so then the story became not whoa, this county got $12.5 million. It's, whoa, this county might lose $12.5 million if they can't get out of their own way and make a decision on it. Right, so the infighting going on in the county is what to do with the money? Yes, yeah, so, so this project, you know, was three years in the making. The executive director was looking at previous project plans that were kind of living and dying on tax dollars and millage renewals. And so instead, he was the route of a grant. And so... They, you know, had this whole proposal, but it, it just felt like the community started pushing back against it, saying, oh, that's quite big. That's too big for us. How will we maintain that? That's getting too far away from what we thought a senior center was going to look like. If we do low-income housing, what kind of people will be brought here was a big topic of discussion. All of a sudden, it just, you know, had more wrinkles than I think they thought it would. And it was just truly that this county wasn't expecting to get 12.5 free dollars. And then they didn't know what to do with that. And then, and then, like I said, it became political. It became really contested. Where did the money come from and who approved it? Sure. So it came from the legislature. It's a, it's a state grant. MEDC, our economic arm, is kind of overseeing it. But so part of that story is that the state senator for that area... Jim Stamis, who has represented that area for about 14 years between House and Senate, uh, he was the Appropriations Committee chair at the time. And so, you know, from the outside, immediately, this big lump sum of money going to a small rural area was criticized as, you know, is this pork barrel spending? You know, you're kind of looking out for your own, um, especially because he was on his way out. And I did talk to, to Stamis and, you know, he was like, no, I thought this was a great opportunity. A, you know, plan came to me and yes, you know, I'm, I have constituency here that doesn't often get money. So to him, it's, it's almost kind of like his last gift as he was walking out the door. Although he fully recognized that he knew that he's like, they're not going to take this for granted. They're going to nitpick this. And so he said, I'm not shocked to know that there's concerns and that there's fighting over this. It's crazy. It's almost like you could make a TV show out of all this. Lots of entertainment going on here. It felt a little bit like Parks and Rec, for sure. I mean, I yep, so I yep. drove, I'm in Grand Rapids. I drove the four hours over to Alcona County to uh, 
see the the meeting and it went on for six hours which i think is my record for how long i've sat in a metal chair on a gym floor and and they described that meeting as raucous yes raucous so again to go back to the tv analogy i mean the public was so involved in this i mean around 50-ish people there at 10 a.m and they were you know they spoke their mind at every moment even when it was not public comment mm. <laughs> you know we got booing we got yaying we got amening we got standing ovations you know people were very involved with every nitpick of anything and then when it was public comment you know more than a dozen people i lost count really i mean it went on for 46 minutes of people standing up giving their two minutes two cents on the issue and and it really ranged from people so supportive. How could we ever lose this opportunity to people saying, what are the strings attached? How are we actually going to maintain this? You know, it was really a wide array of opinions on it. Unbelievable. Even the executive director was voted out, right? I mean, that there's all those kinds of infighting going on now. See, see what money will do. Everything was probably nice and peaceful and just fine until $12.5 million showed up. Yeah, yeah, more money, more problems, right? Yeah, right, no, uh, <laughs> right. And the clock yeah. is ticking now, as you point out in your article, the project's not finished by September 2024. They stand to lose every cent of this money. Right, and and that's the wild part, right? Like you mentioned, the executive director, the man that, you know, wrote this grant, got the money, he's out. And re- four people on the board resigned in protest to him being voted out because they felt that that was a personal attack against him. And and so they're truly back at square one. They want to, you know, redraw up the plans and, you know, they've just lost time here. And and yes, the, you know, the actual grant document I, I was sent and I conferred with MEDC, you know, they, they have a completion date that they're supposed to honor and, and we'll see if they can make it up. Right now, the current board president says they will proceed and they will spend every cent, but time is against them. Wow. Lots of incentive to get this right and to get along. And to get this done, to use those dollars and spend them effectively and as planned. Otherwise, as mentioned, they stand to lose the benefit of all of this. You know, and it's not just the money. It's the byproducts of what they intend to do with the money, building the senior center and so on. That could really lead to economic development and an attraction for other people to the county and the region. Really, really unfortunate all the way around. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I, when I was there, I really I walked around, especially, like I said, that meeting went from about 10 to 4. And so I'm walking down the main city street and everything's closing up. But I, I was surprised to see that, you know, the family restaurant's closing up, the post office closed, everything's closed. There's no one on the street. And, you know, the one business that was open, an outdoor center that's, you know, primarily a hunting business, they were closing in 30 minutes, but they said the same thing. They were like, this really could have brought new people here because this place is dying. You know, our right. our neighbors don't just close their doors at five, but they close up permanently most of the time or, you know, get torn down. It really was a very quiet city. And people were not shy to tell me that they felt it was dying. I mean, the county itself has a large aging population and, you know, the younger folks are moving out. And so when you have you know, a third of your populations are seniors of people of retirement age. There's just not that kind of workforce juice happening there right, to keep right, things right. going. Um, so yeah, to your point, economic development is kind of what hangs in the balance and even a bigger picture of what 12.5 million could have springboarded into. Right. Lindsay Moore, economy reporter for MLive.com. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's not the end of this talk. That's for sure. So I'll be back. All right, headed to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.